Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We are so glad that you could join us today. We have our amazing cousin, Gina Barrett, back with us, and we are super excited to hear from her. But before I let her talk, I want to talk a little bit about her. She loves hiking. She was born and raised in Rexburg, Idaho. She's got a bachelor's degree from BYU-Idaho and a degree also in marriage and family studies. She graduated with a degree from Idaho State University in counseling, and she is currently a high school counselor at the Idaho Falls um, Idaho Falls School. So high school is it? Sorry, I don't, don't know exactly what that school is called. I'm, I'm at a, a high school in Idaho Falls. Uh, okay, uh, yes, a high school in Idaho Falls. So thank you so much, Gina, for coming back on the show. Welcome back, Gina. Yeah, thanks for having me. So today, um, Gina is going to be talking more about the four agreements. The last time we had her on, she discussed um, number one and two was be impeccable with your word. And two was don't take anything personally, which I think all of us learned quite a bit from both of those. And we're excited today to hear more about number three and four. So I'm going to let Gina take it away. All right. Okay, so um, The Four Agreements, just a real quick review, is a book that's written by Don Miguel Ruiz. And um, I somehow, my, actually my father-in-law, he's a psychologist, uh, gave, it, gave my husband and I this book way back in 2003. And I wasn't really ready to read it. Um, or when I did, I didn't really understand the pages. And so it popped up in my life. So I, I have a sister, an older sister, who is also a counselor. And she, um, she was talking to her supervisor, you know, because um, she was saying, hey, you know, I don't know why this client isn't coming back. And is it something I did? And her supervisor's like, oh, you got to read these four agreements. You, you won't worry about, you know, um, that kind of stuff because it's not going to affect you. You, you need to... Um, read these and it will just free up your life. It'll free up some of these things you worry about. And so, um, I started noticing a transformation in my sister and I was like, wow, what's going on? What's she doing differently? Like she seems lighter and happier. And, um, I, I, I was like, huh? So, so I'm, I asked her, I'm like, what, what's going on? What you doing sister? And she's like, oh, well the four agreements, you gotta, you gotta read this book. And, um, I was like, oh, well, I have it. And I started looking at it and I'm like, man, this stuff still is really hard for me to digest. But kind of around that same time, like if you Google the four agreements, you'll see like kind of the condensed version, like the cliff notes version and just one sheet. And I, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I need. So I like printed it and I, um, it really is. It's only one sheet. I put it on my vision board and um, I've really tried to live by these and it's, it's been a life changer. Like, um, Number one and two, like you explained, be impeccable with your word and don't take anything personally. Those have been game changers. And then number three, what what we're going to talk about three and four here today. So number three, uh, don't make assumptions. 
Um, so like, we all, we all kind of know what making assumptions does. It, it muddies our water. And um, if you, if you uh, can find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want, you're going to just clear out the water and it's things that you need and things that, um, that are unclear become clear. And so if you communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, you're going to avoid sadness. You're going to avoid drama. You're not going to, you're not going to assume what others are doing is to be hurtful to you or you just stop assuming. And then you just, it, it really just, um, cuts out the drama and the sadness from your life. Like it's, it's this magic tool that I was like, wow, man, that's, don't make assumptions. Don't. And, and so then like with just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Like, I don't know. I think all the four agreements are really powerful, but this one is just like, wow. So I think of Gina about um, how you actually save time too, when you don't assume, because sometimes you think, you know, and you start going forward on a project or a family thing. And suddenly the other person saying, why are you doing it that way? <laughs> and you thought you knew because you thought that you're on the same page. And then you have to either restart or you spend all the time talking about, Hey, how did this miscommunication happen? There's just, you can cut out so much. I totally agree. When you said you can cut out the drama, you can cut out time, you know, just so many things to make it more clear cut when you don't assume and you get clarification on things. Yeah. And it, it can be scary. You're right. It can, and, and it, I think it can be scary too, because you have to, you have to have courage to do this because you, you got to ask questions and you've got to be able to express what you really want. Um, which for me to have that courage, because, because I don't want to be come out too strong out of the gates and, and, you know, this is what I need and this is what I want. And let me ask you this. Like, you don't want to be strong, like overpowering with it, but, but you, if you can find that courage is to be bold enough where, um, kindly bold, I guess <laughs> you can be kindly bold. Um, just to ask the questions, right. And get yeah. the clarification you need. Yeah. If you can just get that clarification and express what you really need and what you really want, cuts it all out. It's, it's the weird, it's the coolest thing. I want to say it's the weirdest thing, but it, it kind of is. It shocks you. You're like, wow, I actually had the courage. And, um, now, now, be, now there's no misunderstanding about it. And, uh, I don't, there, I don't feel sad. There's no drama. I feel like, um, in my almost now, it'll be 10 years of marriage in May. This has been one of the biggest ones that I've learned over and over again. I'll assume that my husband's going to do something such as, let's just say, mow the lawn. He doesn't mow the lawn for two, three weeks. I start to get annoyed. I'm bugged. I, I'm just annoyed around him. And then finally, you know, we start yelling at each other and figure out, oh, well, I thought you were going to mow the lawn. And I never even asked him to mow the lawn. I just assumed that that would happen. And so I think that's huge. That is for, so true. <laughs> yeah, in a marriage, instead of just assuming, you know, that your spouse is going to do the dishes or clean up those shoes that are literally on the stairs that they're going to trip over on their way up, instead of just assuming that they see that and that they're going to take care of that is, yeah, communicating that and clearly um, communicating it so that you're on the same page and so you both understand exactly what you expect of that of your partner. So I think that is a very big one that I still am working on right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a work in progress. And I, I love your example because 
it reminded me of like my husband and I, I think you've got to figure out how to communicate what works best for you. And, um, I, I learned from my husband and I, it's a Google doc and I write, you know, like projects that need to be done or, um, I just try to, I'm a list person. So I just try to list out things and I've learned that, um, and he can go and read those on his own time, his own, you know, and sometimes we'll have even meetings about it when he can think about it and in his own time and do those things, or I can help him with those things. It like the, the communication is so much better. And he, he, there's, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to get irritated. Like I didn't even, we didn't even communicate about this. Yeah. It's a form of yeah. communication. So for us, him to see my list on a Google doc has like cut out a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I love your That's example. A great idea. Yeah. Even just as you're talking, the word, the words keep coming to me, defining roles, like, okay, who's going to do this? And do we rotate each week? Or is this always your job? And those kinds of things we do assume, and we do have, uh, we have expectations. And then when they're unmet, we get mad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so just to not have the drama, just taking that time, putting it on a, a document, or maybe people have a weekly meeting or whatever. I love that. I love that you sit down, you communicate, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? What needs to be done? Does this look like a reasonable amount of time we can do it in? How do we want it done? Just all of those important key aspects to help things flow better. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that method's worked for us. So don't making assumptions and then going forward to communicate really changes the game. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Great. So that was our number three agreement. And so what's number four again? Okay. Number four, uh, get ready for it. It's, it really is, uh, again, <laughs> a lifesaver, a life changer. Always do your best. Uh, so like, it's going to be different. Your, your best is going to be different from moment to moment because um, at sometimes we're in a good space and in a good frame of mind and sometimes we're not feeling so good. So, so um, under any circumstance, if you just do your best, you're going to avoid self-abuse. You know, we're so hard on ourselves. Um, you're going to avoid like self-judgment and regret. So like, um, I... I wanted to do a, like a part-time gig on the side and uh, I was given an opportunity, like it was a special opportunity to apply and um, it was during the Christmas holidays. And so I, this, this always do your best hit me hard because um, I was so busy doing holiday things um, that I procrastinated till the very last day that this application thing was due. And um they closed it before midnight. I assumed they were going to leave it open till midnight. And I go to get on and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I lost the (laughs) chance of a lifetime. What was I thinking? And then I looked back and I was like, you know what? Like I retraced my steps for that two week window. And I was like, I don't think I could have done anything different. My life was so busy and so stressful and jam packed that there was nothing. I feel like mainly because like my daughter, um, both of my daughters are heavily involved in sports and I am their number one fan. So I've just been rushing to this and rushing to that to support them. And I was like, I would not, this, this can wait. I would not put any, um, thing above my, my children. And so 
I, I did. I, I was like, man, that, that that's, oh, but then I actually emailed them and they, because it, um, they thought that was a fair thing that they didn't keep it open till midnight. So they resent me the link and I got to apply. So anyway, oh, nice. awesome. yeah. <laughs> but before I would have been so mad at myself, like what, what, why didn't you wake up like earlier? I was like, I'm waking up early enough just to get myself and my girls out the door to work and all this. I just, I, I didn't beat myself up for that, for what that, what I thought was a missed opportunity, you know, um, as I, I was able to look back and say, I did my best. And, and so when we have these, like, if you can kind of think back to some of your moments in life where you, you feel those twinges of guilt and, you know, like, could I have done better? If you always do your best, that eliminates it. Like, um, yeah, sure, I didn't make that deadline, but did I do my best? Heck yeah, I totally showed up every day in the present moment. Um, and so then it just, it, it eliminates our need to be so hard on ourselves because, you know, we, we all know how we can be our own worst critic and that just is a time waster and um, doesn't make us do our part in life to help others. I feel I like this is an interesting one because always do your best almost sounds a little cliche. Like, you know, like something you'd hear in kindergarten or first grade and do your best kids, you know, but, um, and then you, you actually could take it and beat yourself up. Like, Oh, I'm not doing my best. And you could, you could never measure up, but it's almost like you're doing the opposite with this one. It's like, you're saying, okay, what kind of effort did I put forth? And looking at the outside extenuating circumstances or whatever else is going on and saying, okay, was this my best? And I think that's really cool. It's a neat take. Yeah. I really like what you said too, about your best is going to change from moment to moment, day to day, like things are going to be different. I think this is huge for right now as, um, most of the nation is put on house arrest and we're with our kids 24 hours a day. Our best right now is a little bit different from when our kids are at school for eight hours and we have more time to get the house clean. Like my house is not that clean right now, but I, am I doing my best? Yeah. I might have two piles of laundry that haven't been folded, but I did, you know, read with my kids this morning. They did do their math homework and things like that. So my best at cleaning the house right now looks a lot different than it did, you know, three weeks ago when my house was pretty spotless, but I'm still doing, like you said, like my best from moment to moment, it changes. And I think kind of giving yourself a break. And like you said, kind of looking at what's going on in your life, you know, right now, like giving yourself a pat on the back, like, yeah, you're doing good. Like you're being a teacher right now and a housekeeper and running a business and doing this and that. And I think that that's key for all of us to, to recognize that our circumstances do change. So thank you for sharing that. I like that a lot. That's a great analogy. That's you, that hit, that hit home for me. What exactly what you were saying, you had so many hats and, and some, like when we have all these balls up in the air, like all these hats that we're wearing, some of those balls are going to fall. And right now the ball that's falling is your house isn't as spotless as it, as it normally is. And, and that's okay because you're like totally winning first prize as a super teacher, super homeschool teacher, you know, mm -hmm. all these other roles that you're filling. So good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> and all the other moms out there that are wondering if they're doing a good job, just be compassionate. No and yeah, see the ways that you are doing your best. Awesome. Give yourselves a pat on the back, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> for That's sure. Right.
Great. Well, thank you. Let's review both. The, let's actually review all four one more time. Do you mind, Gina, reviewing all four of those? Yeah. And we will also put those in the notes of the episode, listeners. So when you're done, you could go and click on those and read them as well. But Gina, if you wouldn't mind going over those four agreements one more time. Yeah, you bet. Do you want me to read like, I'll read like the agreement and then kind of like the bullet points. Yeah, the bullet points. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. And then number two is don't take anything personally. Nothing, nothing others do is because of you. And then what others say and do is a projection of your own reality, of their own reality, their own dream. So when you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So like, I'm going to repeat that one. When you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. And we women don't need to suffer any more than we do when we're hard on ourselves. So number three, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. And then always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It's going to be different when you're healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best, and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those. And now we'd like to turn the time over to Gina to share another amazing oops moment. We liked her last one about the lasagna toppling over in bear country. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back and and listen. And so, yeah, Gina, let's hear your oops moment today. Oh man, you guys are killing me. It was painful to review all the things I've made in life. Um, okay. Here's one when I was a teenager, cause sometimes it still haunts me today. Okay. So back in Idaho growing up, you get your license when you're really young. Like I was 14 driving. Can you imagine? Like, I think they've upped it one year. I think they let 15 year olds drive, but I think even that's pretty young. So 14 I'm driving. Right. And, um, I, I borrow my dad's car. I pull out of the driveway and I get down the street and I'm like, Oh crud, I forgot something. So I don't even know what I forgot, but I, I head back to the house and this is, this is the 14 year old in me. So I, the, I let, okay. So I put the vehicle in park. I let the door open and the car running. So the doors open, the car's running. And then I start running inside. Well, I had pulled up next. So I pulled up next to like the, so on the driver's side, I pulled up next to my, my brother's car doors open. And, um, next thing I know, I guess the car was not in park again. It's like a slow motion movie. I'm at, I'm, I run clear inside and I see my dad's car slowly, the door scraping the side of my brother's car. <laughs> I was like mortified, like, what? I guess I didn't put it in park. And, uh, yeah, I was so, <laughs> I was so mortified. And uh yeah, my dad who never ever got mad, he was pretty mad. And I just <laughs> and then my brother, I was like, How am I gonna pay for that? Because you when you're on the same insurance, you 
I mean, just this is like a word to the wise. If you're on the same, if two cars hit each other and they're on the same insurance, the insurance doesn't pay for it. So, so I was like, oh, how am I going to take care of this? And my brother, he was actually really patient and kind with me and he was not mad at me. He was really nice. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, nice. That's awesome. Guys, yeah. uh, that is quite oh, the oops hilarious. moment. <laughs> <laughs> Car and park running. That's the moral of that story. Yeah. And now you close your door and you put the car in park when you stop, huh? <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah, Good plan. Great. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for coming on today and sharing these incredible, incredible for agreements with us. I think that if we can really learn to master these. Um, they can be very helpful and maybe our listeners could pick one of the four to kind of work on and um, as you get better at that one then pick another one so thank you so much for coming on today yeah thanks for having me you guys are doing such awesome work here on your podcast thank you so much Gina it's been a pleasure okay have a great one have you been enjoying the arise and thrive podcast if you submit a review we have got an offer for you Click the link in the notes below this episode, enter your name and your email, and we will send you a free copy of our valuable Beginner's Guide to Managing Your Emotions.